According to Urban Dictionary, class is defined as a person who is poised, graceful, mature, possesses excellent self-control, is gentle, soothing, and unoffensive. Said you? Nah. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm definitely offensive. You know, we try though. Just two black women in their 20s trying to keep it classy while navigating the trials and tribulations of life in the greater NYC area. From the grind of working in corporate America to dealing with men, from maintaining friendships to the realization that life is hard and we did not sign up for it. Join us as we contemplate the best processes to staying classy, never trashy, and always a a little little nasty. What up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of Staying Classy with me, Paulina. And me, Amber. Uh, how's it going? <laughs> it's going, it's going. It's going. You know, I feel like it's, it's like weird to say, yeah, it's going good. There's like so much going on. Girl. That I can't. Girl. I'm overwhelmed. I, mm. It's hot thinking about it. I don't even it. know. I don't like, even know. I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah. It's, that that's it. That's it's just a, it. it's a lot and it's like you wake up it's like it's like the day it's like the the day is shit, right? And then you go to sleep and you're like it can't possibly get worse. And then you wake up the next morning and somehow some way they I... figured out a way to make it work. I feel like I'm in a simulation and you know how like in games in video games where they have like challenge mode and mm-hmm. then there's like free whatever yeah gate or free adventure i feel like somebody's in the free adventure mode of the world right now and they're just trying shit and throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks but nothing is sticking everything is just sliding off the wall and fucking shit up yeah yeah so. i it's funny because I was talking to my cousin today and he, I was like, remember when the main concern was Corona? Bitch. <laughs> I swear. I was talking to my little cousin today too. And she was, and I told her, I was like, it feels like, like I forgot about the coronavirus, like that we were in still in the middle of a pandemic guys. Right. Still a pandemic going on amidst all of this shit that's happening. Like, huh cool cool that's what's up <laughs> that that's cool but this is great it's going really well the uh, oh, fuck there's supposed to be a um a protest tomorrow in my hometown so and i saw i saw it on twitter so i screenshot it and sent it to my family and i was like y'all motherfuckers stay the hell away from the plaza tomorrow yeah because yo so did you see what happened in atlanta tonight tonight no what i've been off of social media for a lot of the day because it's just too much so this just happened like literally an hour ago maybe oh yeah i didn't see that um there were like protesters breaking into the cnn building oh and they threw like a flash bomb in there it was like it was crazy like it was it was wild Mm -mm. i was like wait cnn 
Well, they, I mean. I was like, my man just got arrested. Yeah, old boy got arrested. But the other, but there was a white CNN reporter somewhere else in the vicinity. Right. And didn't. Right. I was like, I don't think CNN did anything. But okay, okay, interesting. I don't know. Like this guy was trying to break the window with a skateboard, which was very confusing. See now, and then what are you going to use to escape if the cops show up because you done broke your skateboard? Thank so confused. Let's be smart about it at least. But not not to be that person. Like it looked like really all of them just really young people who just have no idea what the fuck's going on. Because so, in my mind, I'm like, why the CNN building? Like I I just didn't understand at all like what's the correlation because if anything they're kind of the allies right now so what i don't know I, the only thing i can think of would be maybe be like maybe they come off or maybe to some people they come off as like trump supporters because they're always running you know they run every press conference if you can even yeah. call them with him and and all of this but at the same time they're a 24-hour news cycle and right their president be doing fuck shit 24 7 so they got but, i mean i don't watch the news and i'm like because <clears throat> they be telling it like it is i don't watch the news and i don't watch cnn so i don't know um i literally only watch don and chris don lemon he's been showing out well like talk about a, <laughs> talk about a <laughs> flip. he said all right let God. me go ahead and get back to my roots because these motherfuckers is crazy it's ready yeah but that's why i'm like ah, what the fuck is going on like i don't understand <laughs> i do understand but i don't understand and is you that- know what's um who is it mindy um from the thick you know she's into they're into like astrology and shit so one of them retweeted something from somebody. I didn't really understand all that much because I'm not that into astrology, but it was something about Jupiter and Pluto or something is in some like retrograde or one of those terms, mm-hmm. which means, or something towards the end of the year, which means like towards the end of this year, it's only going to get worse. Oh, good. Great. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. There's like a uh, calendar going around of like what's to come in the next months. And it was a good laugh. I got to find it. It was really funny. It was like, like um, it was a good laugh coming. in an like in a like, in an actual good way or in a we just have to laugh about it kind of way. It was just like, oh, we just got to laugh. Like it, all oh, of it shit. was ridiculous. Like I I mean, I would hope that it does not happen. <laughs> but it was just like ridiculous. Like come on now. This ain't happening, but it was it was a necessary laugh. But one of them was like, "Yeah, Godzilla's Godzilla comes back. He's pissed." And I was like, "Was he not before? Like, <laughs> was that not pissed? Because if that wasn't pissed, I don't want to be a part of what is." Oh no! <laughs> oh gosh! Oh no! I mean, we have murder hornets and we have other things. So honestly, if a dinosaur type creature started walking the earth, okay. If I fucking saw Clifford the Big Red Dog eating a person, I'd be like, all right, well, well, 2020. 2020. (laughs) (laughs) That's 2020. (laughs) What are we going to do? 
Um, so yeah, the world is on fire. Yeah. But all the more reason to stay the fuck at home, which is where I'll be. Home. In the house. Also very random. I have the song Ironic stuck in my head. So you do, yeah. heads up that it might just, you know, show up in this episode. That's okay. I, I wish I could sing along, but I have no idea of the song you're referring to. I'm going to send you the link after. It's fine. Don't worry. Okay, I'll make, sure to, study. I'll make sure to study and learn it for the next time. Good. No, do. Because <laughs> it's like rain on your wedding day. It's a free ride when you already paid. It's good advice that you just can't take. <laughs> all right moving on <laughs> let's play a game right. <laughs> let's do some would you rather okay would you like to begin would you like for me to begin what, what which one to do um i'll go um okay where'd it go <laughs> oh, it's right here i always lose it i always lose it <laughs> would you rather would you rather continue with your life or restart it? What does that mean? Like, would you rather continue with your life or restart it? But like, restart it like. See, now you asking questions like me. Thing like, but that's the, I gotta. Cause like, <laughs> what if I restart, but I remember everything? Like, you know. I'm I'm gonna say like it's a restart, like a full restart. Hard restart, hard reboot. Don't remember nothing. Okay. And it's a restart for the time that it is now. That's how I'm going about this question. So wait, you're saying you're restarting from like now, like 2020. So you'd be born in 2020. Yeah. Now, not yeah. Re- not rewinding back. Right. Correct. All right. No, I'm continuing. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> going going forward, <laughs> onward. <laughs> <laughs> <To freedom! laughs> yes yeah yeah ain't no way i'm restart first of all no <laughs> i'm stressed just thinking about restarting i am almost at the age where it's acceptable to have a quarter life crisis i'm not restarting <laughs> to have another one before the quarter life no i'm not doing it no nah but you wouldn't remember. You said already said you wouldn't remember. So I know me as a person, Paulina. It's still gonna happen, and it's gonna happen in maybe a shitty year. So it would be twenty. You're twenty four now. Twenty forty five. Yeah. Who knows what's gonna happen then? That doesn't seem like one of those years, like twenty twelve, twenty twenty, where shit's gonna pop off. But twenty twenty, everyone thought was gonna be great. We did. <laughs> We did, bitch. We we went and saw a psychic to see we what did. this year would have in store. No, which she didn't revisit shit about this. <laughs> we need to revisit that. Uh, he lied. We'll 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 do. Maybe yeah. we'll do that like halfway through the year. Just yeah. to revisit. <laughs> Update. Not going as she said. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Um, I. So when I originally picked the question, I said that I would continue mm-hmm. but actually based on the parameters you set i think i would restart wow. because that would mean if i was just born now i would have no recollection or anything to do with the shit that's happening right now 
so I would just put it on you guys to fix it <laughs> by the time I'm old enough in 2040, whatever, 2050. And then things will be great. That is hopeful. That is very hopeful. <laughs> I need, I need, I need some optimism in my life right now. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to okay. restart. I respect it. I respect it. I'm going to hold the button for five seconds and see what happens. Smart. That's how you fix all the problems, actually. Yeah, That's what IT tells me every day. <laughs> Did you turn it off? My keyboard's not working. Did you try the restart? No. It's no. The keyboard. I just <laughs> called you just because I thought. When in doubt, IT and out. <laughs> the smartest guys I know. Like, Here we go. Oh, gosh. Don't get me started. <laughs> Okay. What is mine? Where is it? Okay. Would you rather lose your sight or your memories? Does this make you uncomfortable? I wasn't even looking at you, but yes, now it's stop. Good, good, good. good. Um, <laughs> uh, ooh, this one's, this one's, this is a thinker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. My sight. I tend to go for the tough questions. Just kidding. <laughs> I think I would rather lose my memories than my sight. Why? Yeah. I don't. I don't really know why. I just. I feel like life would be so, I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm already, I already have short-term memory anyway. I'm basically Dory out here. So mm -hmm. it wouldn't be that different. And P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Yeah, that, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you clearly don't. Um, I just would be, rather be able to see everything. Especially since, you know, if, if I lost my memories, then I can have the joy of re-experiencing things over and over again, I guess. And still, can, you know, holding the same amount of joy as I did that first time. Because I wouldn't remember it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I don't okay. take from that what you will. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough question. I don't. I thought about it for a second and then I was like, uh, oh, this is tough. I'm not going to figure it out. <laughs> but well, I think, I don't know. I like seeing things. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but like, I, I feel like what if it's one of those things where like, you know, when people in those movies, when people are in a coma and then they wake up and they don't remember shit and they don't remember the people. And then they're like super stressed out because they're like, you're telling me I'm this way and that. Like, I feel like that'd be really stressful. So is it, well, then well, I guess we have to cater, like basically nail down what constitutes a memory. Is it like an, like an occurrence or an event and people, or is it just remembering who you are as a person? Because I wasn't thinking about it as far as like, you know, who I am. I was thinking, I was thinking about, about like full coma, oh, lost wait. everything in your noggin. So wait, what was the question? Uh, would you rather lose your sight or lose your memories? Yeah, I was thinking about it more like, kind of like an inside out. Just like out. a sense. Yeah, uh, like an inside right. out, like, you know, some memory, I know you hate that movie, but some memories, you know, they, they you block them out or you just can't remember them because they were yeah. too early in your childhood. 
Um, yeah. That movie. And especially, like, I know, like, for some people who might have, like, super, like, trauma in their life, like, they probably want to forget that. Now, I'm not saying that they would also want to run the risk of losing everything. Hey, Bane. Um, (laughs) But that could be a plus. Yeah. Very true. Very true. I don't know. It's got deep. It did. It did. Really quickly. Sorry, guys. Let's move on. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) That's the end of that. All right. Next. <laughs> um, you know, we got enough we got enough trauma going on in the world right now. Let's let's keep For it real. light. Let's keep it light. Upbeat, isn't it ironic? Don't you think? So into and the trash. Really <laughs> <laughs> um we already already kind of caught up with each other. Um, but we have not caught up um on the latest insecure episodes since we last spoke. I'm unable to can. So um so what one? Okay, so it was both. It was the Issa and the Molly. Issa and episode. Molly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Can I just tell the just to, to to preface this? This season is going to really test relationships because somebody you mean tried in the show to show or in real life. No, in real life. Oh, okay. Somebody tried to defend Molly to me, and I was like, "You might be a toxic person." <laughs> and i don't need that in my life (laughs) you know i mean i've I've listened to a lot of recaps and things and i can see things molly i can see how there might be some molly stands out there right now though i'm just more on Issa's side yes listen. i think they're both they both are wrong they're both trash (laughs) one of them is a little more of a dick than the other (laughs) yeah and one is a big had, dick, one is a small dick. Right. And if I had to say who it was, it's Molly. It's Molly Carter. God, she sucks. You know, and God, I will say this every every episode. God bless Andrew because that man. Mm, he okay. he is to me, okay, I see him as like Molly is or Andrew is to Molly what like black women are to black men. Like, he is her free 24-7 therapist who just gets her together and makes her realize, like, her where she's misstepping. But he's doing it in a very nice and genuine way to help kind of help her figure it out. I agree, but he also bothers me a little bit. Okay, why? Because I see literally nothing wrong with him. No, I just feel like the whole, the thing with her, with, um, when they were at the pool, with the brother, right, right. I think, like, the brother was being a dick. That's, that's was, not a, that's not even an argument. He was totally being a dick. But, I mean, maybe it's just me, but, like, nobody's talking, like, even if my brother's being an asshole, nobody's talking to my brother like that. Sorry, it's not happening. Oh, yeah, see, I can't relate as an only child, so, okay, yeah. I see, I see your point yeah like that and then he didn't even address it the next day he was just like yeah no we're just gonna do our own thing and it was just like but to his credit it all it doesn't seem like him and his brother are close yeah he's anyway seems like his brother's annoying yeah he's like he has his whole plan (laughs) yeah he he kind of seems like he didn't want to even go on this trip at least not with his brother and sister-in-law but he for some reason might have been forced into it and That's it's what just I was wondering, like, like how did I, this even happen? Yes, yeah, like, why did they even go? 
Yeah. But hey, whatever. I guess they need their vacation. Um, but to, we kind of that was my fault. We kind of skipped over the East episode. Um oh another thing about the Lolly episode though. <laughs> Went right back. So Molly was being shaved in the whole fucking episode about Issa, and it's like, bro, you're on vacation. Mind like, your own you? business, bro. What the what what? That's what a testament to how messy Molly is, and she just had she just attracts mess, and she just can't right. just live in the moment and be happy. Go. She's always. Doctor Rhonda. Go God. Thank thank God, Doctor Rhonda's coming back because she realized I just can't let things go, and we're like, bitch thank you and that and that's why i kind of i kind of feel like molly's episode was a waste of an episode because you basically you took a whole episode of which we don't have many to tell us that to to make molly realize she needs to go to therapy when we've been knowing molly needs to go to therapy hello it's three seasons you didn't need a whole episode it should have been there right Though though I enjoyed the episode, actually no, I didn't enjoy the episode because it was really just a slap in the face of the fact that we can't go nowhere. Yo, for um, real. <laughs> nice, you went to Mexico, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Rock climbing and ziplining and shit. Um, but yeah, Issa. Um, so I, I did I like, like I yeah, I liked the Kyla Pratt appearance. Bitch, that made me happy. That was rude. I would have beat them. I would have. I wish that her like Oh yeah, I knew that wasn't real. <laughs> yeah. I off oh, rip, I knew it, but I was like, yo, Issa, get out this car because I know you're still <laughs> sitting there. Get out the car and do it. Like I was like, more like, why like, are you is sitting in the middle of the street? <laughs> like right. pull over, bitch. Hello. What making it mad obvious? <laughs> First of all, it? <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, I felt bad for her. I was like, damn, that's really fucked up. Yeah. And like, don't do that shit. Just out of just I'm being an asshole. Like that's fucked up. I I knew Molly had seen her, too. I just had a feeling that yeah. At the end of Issa's episode, I was like, Molly saw her. I thought I didn't know she's. I didn't think that she saw her coming. I thought she saw her leaving. I thought so as well. So then to see that she saw her coming was like. But then right. when she said, "Okay, so back to the freaking Molly episode." Oh, <laughs> so when she was like, "Yeah, she ran for me like a job," but. Yo, Issa has been working. She was in a job that she hated for mad long. I don't understand. And she just did this whole freaking block party. Like, I don't understand. Why are you coming for your friend like this? Quote, unquote, your best friend that you showed up to the block party, even though you probably should have been there because you're not acting right. I don't understand. I don't get it. And I get, you know, I get her being mad at Issa because, you know, all this time Molly has wanted to have this conversation, but Issa kept putting it off. So I get her wanting to be you know her being mad at Issa but like the way she's been coming at Issa has not been representative of a good friend at all right like but I mean putting it off well I mean we don't really know but like she put it off that one time on Thanksgiving and my only issue was that was like off right no no there was another time because remember um when Issa originally called Molly to ask her for the favor, and Molly was like, "Oh yeah, I really, we really, I need to talk." Blah blah blah. Issa just kind of brushed it off and was like, "Hey, cool. Okay, can you ask such and such?" So I mean, yeah. And you know, I get Molly's or Molly. Issa's been she was like super busy and stressed and everything about the block party, 
Um, and then also uh, Molly wanted to talk when they went to go have dinner at that one place and Condola was there and she's about to leave. Oh, uh, Con- yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I get that. But I mean, if she's your best friend at some point, you should be able to say, look, we need to talk. Right. Like, I understand you're busy, but we need to to take 30 minutes to talk about whatever. Stress me out. Stress me out, I tell you. Oh, I also like the fact that, like, um, Issa kind of, I I would say she, like, stood up for herself at the end of her episode when she was talking to um, Kelly. I was about to call her Natasha. (laughs) 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 We're on first name basis. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she's like, are you telling molly this like I'm i wish we would have gotten to see that phone call right kelly but talking to molly but that made me i don't know that just made me think that it, it didn't happen that's why i wanted to see that yeah because i oh wait did it happen though did she say she had talked to molly or did she say she tried to have been calling her too i don't remember I don't know. I have no idea. I feel like it could have gone either way. Um, yeah, I don't either know. way. I'm really excited for next episode. Cause I, what do you, you did you see the preview or no? I did. So, what do you think? Lawrence was Lawrence was in San Francisco. I think he was job interviewing because apparently, you know, I guess that's Silicon Valley or whatever. And that's like the tech hub of the United States, at least, or maybe the world. I don't know. And I think he wants to talk to Issa because I think he's going to base whether or not he's going to take the job on whether or not Issa wants to try again, which I hope they don't because I'm tired of the Issa and Lawrence narrative. But I feel like for the sake of keeping Lawrence around, Issa's going to be like, yeah, in some form or fashion. And he's going to not take the job. Or, or, they're, he's not going to even get to all of the details of it. They're going to fuck the next episode. He's going to think this means something and not take the job. When Issa's really like, oh, that was just one quick night didn't think it was a life-changing thing what if he's like hey i got this job i want you to come with me thought about that but i don't think no that's not i don't happen. think she would go he, she definitely wouldn't go. If. and i think she would think about it though because she's in in that place of like feeling lost so yeah, i think like say all, all times I know, but she, like, she doesn't have her best friend, like, she could easily come back to visit, you know, like, I, I feel like she would think about it I think for she, a second, and then I be like, ah. She, I think it would be a quick second, because, like, Issa's ties to LA and Inglewood and everything, the whole show is based around that. Yeah. So, I don't even think she would really consider it, plus, she just, you know, threw this huge block party, and there's a demand for more, for the same people. So what is she going to do? Pick up. And she just signed this lease. So she can't go nowhere because it's only been a few months. 
I just hope that they don't mess around at all. I want her to prove Molly wrong. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> I just want to be an adult and then when molly comes back on her bullshit or whatever and somehow some way they end up being friends again she's like yo let me tell you so lauren said this is this, this and this and i dipped i right. walked out of there but because it's insecure and they are known for drama and self-sabotage i'm pretty sure i feel like they're gonna fuck yeah probably but i definitely don't want them to if only just to rub it into molly's face <laughs> What if uh, what if they become friends again and he's like they're in a whole relationship like Issa and Lawrence are in a whole relationship. We've already had this conversation. I don't want it. I'm tired of the cliche fucking relationship shit. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. If y'all gonna be just friends, then just be friends. I don't think they can ever just be friends because they're just too they're too they're too tight. Like we already saw how tight they were when he was with Condola. Like, <laughs> They're just, they have two, he's got to, one of them has got to be removed from the other, I think. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't want her back with Nathan either, though. I don't either. He's not boyfriend material. That was another thing about the Molly episode. Had to go ahead and put her two cents in where it didn't belong. Not even a fucking piggy bank. But then fucking Andrew had to defend his friend like he was going through stuff mentally. Right. Like, you know, he's going through a lot. And she's like, oh, well, does Issa know? Like, bitch, that's your best friend. How do you not know? And you hear, you heard Andrew. He was like, I don't know. That's not my business. Like, and it's, it's not his business, just like it's not her business to be, to be worried about what her and Nathan are doing. Girl, she's so messy. And had she not turned Nathan away that one that on her birthday, at least not in that manner, like she probably would know. Cause right. I mean, if it, cause if it, if I was Molly in that situation, I would have turned him away and been like, "Look, she doesn't need this today. Come back tomorrow." Right. Or something. Cause the, a conversation like, had to be had anyways. Like you know, right. she's getting ghosted. Like why would you want your friend to get ghosted and have no explanation of anything? Like that didn't right. make sense. Like, I get you wanted her birthday to be great, and that's fine. That right there is being a good friend. But overstepping the line is when you turn him away the way she did and then tell her you did it because you were thinking about her and blah, blah, blah. But really, you were just trying to control her life because you think her life is messy. Right. Like, she you didn't do it. Hello, big-ass mess. Right. Uh, but, you know, Molly, Molly, Molly. Mm-hmm. She stresses me out, but that's nothing new. <sighs> nothing new. I just, I don't know what we're going to do with this girl. She's know. got, she's got issues. I just, I want to, I just want to know how she's going to go into these therapy sessions now. Like she's going to have to be open and honest in a way that she was not before. Right. And she's going to have to take her own, or she's gonna have to like take Rhonda's advice and like whatever therapeutic methods you know therapists use to when they like give homework and shit and like do them right oh and that's another thing like Molly has been able to like repair relationships with everybody else but Issa yeah like she repaired a relationship with her dad she fixed things with Andrew when she wasn't prioritizing him. Although I think she prioritized him too much, but that's just, that's a talk for another day. 
and she prior she you know fixed her relationship with Torian and the other people at work. She's able to admit her faults with everybody else, but her best friend. I think that's a part of her controlling nature, like her wanting to control Issa's life and having Issa as the mess rather yeah. than herself. Because Issa's messy life makes hers look better. Exactly. She doesn't know the lives of all those other people. Ow. All those other people. Right. She knows all the dirt on Issa, though. And I would think, like, if you were really a friend, you would want to help your friend to, like, better themselves when you see that they're trying to better themselves. There's, right. Yeah. But she's just, ugh. And I want, I want, I always wanted so much to like Molly because she, she has it together in every other aspect, but she just messy. I just, I just can't, just can't. Not right now. I was going to say, hopefully after she goes to therapy. Yeah. <sighs> and takes can, it uh, seriously. Yeah. Then it'll be a. Well, on the episode of Insecure, Lawrence did, you know, instead of it being like Molly's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll I, see, though. Yeah. Sigh. Apparently, these next, these last three episodes are supposed to be like super good and a whirlwind. So who knows? Hopefully, they're not. Hopefully, I don't feel like they're you know, underwhelming like Molly's was, Molly's episode was. Cause okay my thing is just i don't i don't want three good episodes because it's, then it's over <laughs> right like i'm wondering if this next episode is the lawrence episode because you know we figure out what's going on with him yeah oh boy i guess we'll see who knows um shall we move on yes indeedy all right, moving into a little bit of nasty. Um, today's topic is based on Insecure. Um, it's actually based on the, the scene where Issa goes to talk to her mom in the Issa Solo episode. Um, and the conversation that they have about like how, you know, Issa thought that her mom had it, had her, every, her life together um, when, her mom was her age and stuff and Issa's like or and uh I'm gonna just call her Tasha Mac for the sake of this conversation so Tasha's like um skirt no I didn't didn't want Nina one of y'all Negroes um did not have my life together and that episode or that scene really hit me um because for a while pretty much I guess ever since I turned 29 really um, I've been kind of thinking about my life and how it's not where I thought it would be when I was younger, thinking about where I'd be by the time I was almost 30. Um, so I figured we could just talk about life and how it's not what we thought it would be. Yes. Um, or maybe it is where you thought it would be at 24. Or a little above. <laughs> or a little above. <laughs> maybe, you know, different aspects. Um, because I, the other day I was thinking back 
I was doing the math and I was like, this, at this time, at this exact time, 29 years ago, my mom had just got pregnant with me. And I was like, it was weird. And I was like, I am not, though I know I was a mistake, I am not if, um, equipped right now to even have a mistake. Like, it's understood. Like, mm-hmm. I could not raise, I could not accidentally raise a kid right now. I did not know where we were going with this, but <laughs> yeah, I, I was I, trying to phrase it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> I could not accidentally raise a kid right now. Um, so I don't know how my mom did it, but I feel like back then and what was it, 1990, things were so different. Oh, definitely. Um, so it was probably easier for her, even as a single parent to raise to raise a kid on her own than it would be for me right now um so i guess my first question is to you is like is your life what you expected it to be up to this point and i guess how do you like feel about that um i think it's a little of both like i think like when i was younger i expected like for my last job to be like I I wanted to work for where we work now but that'd be my last job Um. you know like I thought more steps to get there (laughs) so now like it's like all right right out of college here you are I'm like fuck (laughs) (laughs) what next (laughs) yeah yeah I can see that yeah yeah so that that threw me for a loop good loop I guess but a loop, if you will. But so I guess maybe you could think of it as you're already ahead of the game. <sighs> yeah. But I mean, like, when you think of, like, planning, you know how some people plan their weddings when they were younger, some people plan just, like, different events like that? Mm-hmm. I was not that kid. Like, I know for sure. Me as a person, I know for sure. My wedding will be planned by a wedding planner because I can't do it. Yeah, same. (laughs) Don't want to think about it. Sorry, I'll just show up. (laughs) So the fact that people have planned that out like stresses me out, but I planned out my life and I was like, at this age, I'm going to be working at this place. And, uh, you know, like, so I already had like 35 would be when I would start working mm-hmm. at this place. So now that I'm like 25. Yeah, you're wait, you're like 12 years ahead of schedule. <laughs> fuck, and it's not what I expected. <laughs> so double fuck. Because <laughs> I gotta leave. I can't stay there forever. <laughs> so that is not what I expected. But I guess like it could, you could look at that as like, that's a good thing. Um, I also expected to be, like, close to engaged by now. Yeah. Same. And I'm like, (laughs) ha, bitch. (laughs) You thought. You overshot. (laughs) You thought too much of yourself. (laughs) Simmer down. Reel that back in. (laughs) Humbled real quick. (laughs) 
So that, that hurts a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> I definitely didn't see myself being like a, like a parent. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, a pet parent doesn't count. Even though he's staring at me. Did you want to be a pet, a pet, a pet parent? Yeah. I wanted to be a pet parent a while ago. Yeah. I wanted to be like a pet parent when I was a little young and you wanted to be a teenage parent. Not even, I want to be like a kid pet parent, you know, like those, those kids that grow up with their dog. Yeah. But then they're not pet parents. They're pet exactly. siblings. That's cool. Cause then I wouldn't <laughs> be paying the pet bills. <laughs> that's, that's not parenting though. <laughs> that's being a sibling. It's the parenting. Once I'm, you know, once I move out, they know I'm, I'm taking the dog. <laughs> and that's another thing I thought by now I would be on my own. But you see the way these student loans are set up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do. I, Ooh, I do. Those, yeah. So I, I'm like a roller coaster of. I think it's a lot of unexpected, but there's some some peaks in the peaks and valleys. Yeah, yeah. It's an emotional roller coaster, really. Welcome to my amusement park. You know, I'm there with you. I'm right next door in my own amusement park. Um, because I, I always had this envision of like, okay, so I always kind of thought of life as going as, you know, as long as you do what you're supposed to do, life will turn out the way it should. So I always thought, you know, you know, you get good grades in high school, you go to the college. Okay. Did that. Or at least I went to the college I wanted to. Got good grades in college, you get a good job. Okay. Check. I did that get a good job, you get your finances in order. Beginning to now, yes. <laughs> um, a little later than I originally thought. And then I thought, I know you got your finances in order, got your good job, education, you find a man and get married, then have kids. And halt, everything has just stopped as far as that's concerned. And Recently, I've just been kind of thinking, I don't even know if I want the whole marriage and family type thing. Um, that, but that's just always what I, as a kid, I thought that was always the end goal because no one in my family has, has ever been married. And the ones who do have kids, we were all mistakes, except for maybe one of us. Yeah, except for maybe one of us. But like, we, the, all the other, we were all mistakes. So I was just... I was always trying to live my life by, you know, kind of doing everything the opposite of what I've had as an example. And now I'm to the point where I don't even, I might want to get married. I'm still trying to, huh? On the fence? Yeah. Like, I don't even know if marriage is for me, really, because I have trouble tolerating people in my space for too long. Um, and honestly, I'm at the point now where I don't think I want kids, period. Like, I know I don't want to have kids. Like, I don't want to bear children. That's not something I want to do. But honestly, I don't know if I want to have kids. So, like, finding someone who would want to would, will be hard. Who do, or some, finding someone who doesn't want to as well would, will be really hard. Um, just because you said that, um, 
my cousin, not so cousin, just okay. had a baby. Congratulations, cousin. She um, is like kind of a big deal because she, she had a health issue, so they, they didn't think she was going to be able to have any kids. Aww. She was in labor for 49 hours. No, see. Bitch. <laughs> Ain't no way. <laughs> Ain't no, no. way. Mm-mm. Healthy boy, really excited, six pounds, seven ounces. Oh, I was six pounds, six ounces. What's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> was, he, was he three weeks early, too? He... Actually, he's a little early. I think. See, I know us. Three weeks, two weeks. Just okay, yes, yeah, I know us. Yeah, we the six pound range. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Um. Yeah, I don't. I know I don't ever want to like. No, the, there's just too many. What pregnancy does to your body, and then you gotta recoup your body, and then also the dangers of being a black woman in labor, and mm-hmm. for forty nine hours. No, no, thank you. I just and call it, call me what you want, call me selfish or whatever. I just don't want to do that. I don't like that. Like I, I that that's really annoying to me like if people are like well that's selfish you don't want to have kids bro you're not having the kid so fuck right off. it's not your it's not your body and bit, labor looks like fucking war like no thank you no i don't mm-mm, no no mm-mm. uh-uh if your body was supposed to do that it shouldn't hurt that much so no thank you no um pass but yeah so I guess my I guess my qualms with you know as far as life my life right now it's kind of like going back to what um Dr. Rhonda said when Molly was in was in therapy the first time around is like are if you're what she said something about like can you live what was it it was something like if your life doesn't turn out the way you think it should be would you be okay with that? Like, can you stop living in the should? And so I, I've been trying to get out of that mindset. Like, okay, I'm at this point in my life. I should be like, I'm, I'm 29 and a half. I should be with somebody and starting to settle down. Um, but now realizing so late in my life that I don't even think I want that. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you, we kind of talked about like what part of your life isn't really up to, I guess, up to par with what you expected it to be. Um, do you feel pressure at all and like to be at a certain point in that air in like certain areas of your life? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you said you, you thought by now you would be like on your own. Like do you feel pressured to be on your own? Yeah. And it's not from anyone else. It's from me. Because mm-hmm. especially after, hey, Bane, after Bane, quarantine. Banesfield is joining us today. <laughs> He's really, did you see him hopping in earlier? No. <laughs> he was really, you were talking and he was just like jumping up. It's like for him, I'm just like, so rude. <laughs> you're disrespectful. She's talking. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't barked at all. I mean, he's been better with that. Good Bane. Maybe it's because you've been home. I know. When I, I'm not, he's going to <laughs> lose his shit. Yeah. 
Um, so cute. Sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, no, sorry. It wasn't you, it was Bane. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like the the pressure is put on by myself. Because, especially after this fucking quarantine, because little things irk my soul now. <laughs> I, I'm nitpicking yeah. everything. So I'm just like, oh, why do you fucking chew like that? Or like, oh, why'd you leave this light on? <laughs> and I, I, it's funny. I always, every time I talk to my cousin, I talk to him like once a week. And we're like, you know, if we lived in, on our own, this, like ABC. And it's a conversation we have so often mm-hmm. that it's like, okay, that that's a, a stressor that I'm putting on myself. Because nobody's like, you need to get the fuck out of those house. Everyone's like, save money. Like, it's fine. Like, you know. Mm-hmm even though they're charging me rent, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know, (sighs) that's, that's definitely the pressure I'm putting on myself for that. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as the job, I don't know. Like I'm really thinking about it now. And I feel like all of the, the pressure is from myself. Nobody's asking much of me (laughs) at this point because like, like my family, for example, they, they knew that my end goal or like my end job was supposed to be this. <laughs> well, not this, but like at this place. So they're like all so proud and all. And I'm just like, hello. Do you know crisis. what we do? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? What's next? Where do I go from here? Yeah. Pulling a Pocahontas. Um, yeah. That's, that's same. Like with the job, it's like, Okay, we got here way earlier. Like even my first job, I didn't think that I would get that job right out of college. And I not accidentally ended up here, but I unintentionally ended up here. And it's like you said, like what, so what's next? Right. Because honestly, I don't know if I'm trained to do anything else. (laughs) I don't know what my degree is. Literally thoughts in my mind. I'm like, so what did I cover in school? because I also feel like I haven't been at school for a while so I'm like what let's try to remember other things what did I do yeah and in my mind I'm like not much I googled everything (laughs) but yeah I don't I I definitely think that all the pressure is like coming from me yeah um trying do I put yeah I would say the same like because no one I put pressure on myself to be successful in my line of work um and I think that's why like I think part of that was like what I tried to stress with our bosses as far as me moving more into this managerial role that I'm starting to do now um because you know from jump you know, they wanted us to come in and do a certain thing in our department. And, you know, after about a year of it, I was like, okay, I don't want to do this. I know I don't want to do this because my last job was kind of in that area and I already didn't like it. And I didn't like doing it here. I don't want to spend another two or three years before they realize this is not what I want to do. So now that I, now that they know that I'm starting to feel more pressure as far as show proving to myself and showing them that I can handle these managerial duties. But it's also kind of hard because I'm doing, I'm doing these, I'm doing these duties 
in this job that don't align with my title. Yeah. So it's weird because I don't want to ever feel like I'm overstepping my boundaries or doing someone else's job because it's technically not my job. I get that. I don't know if that, that might not have made sense. But, no, that makes sense. Um, I'm definitely not feeling pressure from anybody or my family as far as settling down, whatever that is nowadays, because me and my family don't really talk about that stuff amongst yeah. each other. So, yeah. Um, shoot, what was I going to say? I think, yeah, my family's kind of the same. But there, you know, there's always like the subtle hints like, so anyone uh, spark your interest? And it's like, why are you talking to me? (laughs) (laughs) That's another, yo, that's one thing I I have learned during quarantine. Sometimes like, I'm just so rude. (laughs) Like if I don't want to be talked to, I'm just like, what, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm like that cool like you know those movies where they have like the cool kids and they openly are like uh you can't talk to me I'm that uh, person yeah. when I'm not in the mood <laughs> yikes yeah I'm I'm that person too except because I'm not here like when people t- when people text me or whatever or if somebody calls me I'll just look at I'll see it I'll read it I'll look at it and if I'm not in the mood I'll just toss the phone to the side and mm-hmm forget and it'll be hours later where I'm like shit (laughs) so I saw your text just didn't feel like conversing at the moment because I know if I if I do it's gonna come off attitudinal Mm -hmm. or like it's gonna come off that I don't care and if I'm gonna talk to you I want to at least let you know that I'm you know engaged in the conversation Um, get that completely yeah I think we're all learning so much about ourselves in quarantine. Um, But I was reading this article because, you know, I always like to have an article on deck. Um, You better read. Yes. (laughs) It's called When Things Don't Turn Out How You'd Hoped, Expected, or Planned. Um, And one of the, one of the things in the article that I noticed was it's it says um who's some doctor who they cited in the article says um there's a term called expectation hangover um and that speaks to the disappointment and other negative reactions we experience because of any failed expectations we might have experienced or we think we have and um they fall into three categories so the first one is situational when it's like something doesn't turn out the way we wanted it to or we don't get the satisfaction we thought we would from a particular result. So can you think of like a time when you've had like a situational expectation hangover? I can I have one if you want to take some time to think. Yeah, go ahead. So for my, for me, my situational one was when my first job out of out of college. Um, I mean, I don't work there anymore, so I guess I can say full disclosure. Um, I worked at ESPN for two years, and originally, when I first got the job, I was super excited. Um, 
moved, moved to Connecticut like three weeks after graduation. And I was like, this is great. I always thought it would take me forever to get here, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't the job that I thought that I wanted at the time, but it was at the company that I thought I would end up at in the long term. And that did not end up being the case because I hated the job. Um, everything about it was disgusting from the job itself to where I lived to just life in Connecticut on your own for the first time. And I had to basically, I had to basically just, I thought of it like prison almost. Like I, let me just do my time, buy my time here and use it as a resume builder for the next thing. And at the time I didn't know what the next thing would be because I always had put ESPN at the top of the fucking ladder. Mm -hmm. um, and they ended up here accidentally but that was my situational hangover i'm really trying to think because i didn't want to use the job per se mm -hmm. my birthdays <laughs> that's, so that's really um that's kind of really morbid terrible. but it's yeah. true i don't think i think the only time I had a like successful birthday was Africa. <laughs> okay, that's <not> good. <laughs> that's okay, not that good. I just think like, what birthday was that? Your twenty third birthday? No, twenty second. That was twenty third. Twenty third. Yes, <laughs> I had to think about it. Yes, that was twenty third. <laughs> um. I think it's just because, you know, I'll make the plans and everything, and it's like, all right, this is what's going to get done, and then there's always, like, something, always, like, some some side drama, some whatever, and it's just, like, you see my face anyway, right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, hey, it's consistent, though. Like, it's not, like, this is consistent, even in my younger years. So, you know, when people are like, it's my party, I'll cry if I want to. I'm like, y'all don't understand. <laughs> y'all don't get it. It's my party, this isn't so funny. <laughs> like, shit's starting to stress me out. But so yeah, it's because of the planning or? I partially, yeah. I think so I go in with the, a lot of things now that I think about it. <laughs> Yeah, it just doesn't, it just doesn't reach that expectation. <laughs> so I almost wonder, are you the surprise party type? Like, would you rather have someone else do the planning? That way you have zero expectations and you can never be let down. You know, no. <laughs> I don't see you as the surprise party type at no, all. No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm very not. And that has been done before and it still did not go well. Okay, so how about this? <laughs> just, I don't know it's literally I think it's cursed <laughs> so I've gotten to the point of like maybe I'll just go on vacations every year and it can't be that bad <laughs> maybe you are cursed because this is your 25 year and we're stuck in the house so <laughs> yeah uh, Pat's cell phone back. I won't even be here this year for your birthday I'll be oh yeah. Home. I mean, you're gonna miss the big 
blowout that I was gonna throw. The big Zoom the call. <laughs> We're gonna be flipped. <laughs> it's gonna be super lit. <laughs> um. Okay. So maybe it's like what? So like one of those things where, like you. Okay. Like you're like, hey, I want to do this for my birthday, and then someone else. We all plan it. You just let us know what you want to do. That way you you don't you have expectations but they're very slight because you still kind of are like whatever no i feel like that was last year like i like it was like kind of like a general plan of like yeah this is what i want to do and it went left circumstance <laughs> because we were we weren't we were in vegas so we were kind of limited to what that offered us yeah I also think our expectations for Vegas, at least my expectations for Vegas were a lot higher than what we got. Um, You know what's crazy? I did not go to Vegas with very high expectations because I'm not the, like, I'm not the vacationer that is like, okay, this is the plan. We're going to do this, 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 this. Because, like, it's it's just really difficult to stick to a schedule on vacation. It just Mm -hmm. is what it is. So I was just kind of like, going to be in Vegas, going to be with my friends, going to be a fun time gonna turn 24 in vegas let's hop on this plane (laughs) (laughs) and that's the thing like that's how i feel about my birthday every year though like i don't have very high expectations because for so long i feel like i've had high expectations and then it just didn't go well so i got to a point of like sad where it's like this ain't it i'm not gonna do this to myself anymore then i just am still somehow disappointed (laughs) It's, you know, it's interesting that you say that because it's, it's almost contradictory. Like, like you say, you're not, you're not the type who like plans, like you're you're not Andrew's brother on vacation. Yeah. But your expectations are still very high, even though you don't plan really. No, before, like when I was younger. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm, that's what I mean. Like now I think because they were so high when I was younger and it didn't go well in those years that now I'm just like, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> like, I don't have any expectations for my birthday. Like, I just. Yeah. I've, I've come to learn that. Um, I think I started to learn that right around like age of 22, right around graduation. I started to learn that. Um, yeah, I don't have any expectations for my birthday either mostly just because it's in the dead of winter and there's like unless I like go to a warm climate I'm not doing anything really Mm. like we went bowling this year and that was great and I was completely content with just bowling (laughs) because I I was like oh yeah in my face girl Just to clarify, I wasn't eating fried food, and that's why I didn't have the tenders. And then all these people who attended had the tenders, and they were like, yo, those tenders are mad good. You missed it. And I'm like, hmm. I told you. I'm glad you guys enjoyed yourself. I, told you. <laughs> I don't know why you decided. I don't know why you couldn't. I was being strong. This it was, one, it was one meal. Not even a day. It was one meal. I was being strong. Yeah, whatever. Ah. <sighs> uh, but yeah, like I really, I didn't have any expectations. I was like, we're going bowling. I mean, unless the freaking lanes don't work, I, what could possibly go wrong? 
and nothing did. So that was fun. Get that. That was a nice place too. It was a nice place. And apparently the tenders are really good. I didn't have any. (laughs) Um, So the next expectation hangover is interpersonal. Um, And that was when we are let down by someone else or we're unpleasantly surprised by their actions. Um, So basically Molly. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) Um, Anything like that for you? Yeah, I think like, um, I feel that way a lot with my father for, for a plethora of reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Whew, if you have time for that, <laughs> this would be a 24 hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, like now that having to like think about it and putting like a, like a term to it. It's like, whew. Yikes. I think it hurts more. <laughs> yeah, especially someone who's like your who's a parental figure. Yeah. You don't expect them to let you down in such a magnitude. Yeah. Because it's it's always like you want your parents should want better for your child. So, Correct. Yeah. I'm sorry. How about you? Ah, life happens. <laughs> Not the way we expect it to. Right. I'm telling you, these low expectations really be <laughs> coming in. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't think I've had anyone who have like let me down significantly enough to where like I guess I would have like an expectation hangover. Um, simply because like I learned early on that I don't really put too many people on a pedestal to where if they did something to hurt me, it would, if they did something that let me down, it would hurt me to such that much of a degree. Like, I think the only person who could do that to me is my mom. And I, I know that she wouldn't, especially our relationship now as adults. Like, I feel like I can talk to her about anything. I don't talk to her about everything. Um, just cause like there's certain things that we just don't talk about and it's understood between the both of us. But like, and I think it's because those people who I would consider, those people who I would, I would hope that wouldn't let me down, I know who they are as a person. So if they do, I know it's either inadvertent or it fits within their character. So I'm not surprised. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Like there's def- I've definitely had times where people, if somebody surprised me, like, oh, that's Hurt. how you feel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but never anything that really shook me. Yeah. That's good, though. Yeah. But I don't, that's the thing. I don't know if it's good because maybe I'm not giving them enough, that, those people enough credit. Mm. possible could be i need to go to therapy wow <laughs> dr ron do you got room for one more dr. <laughs> <laughs> i ain't going nowhere you're not going nowhere <laughs> it happened. um okay and so the last hangover is self-imposed is when we don't live up to the standards or expectations we've set for ourselves 
and I guess we've talked about that already. Yeah. Um, but can you think of anything, anything else specific? Like maybe a specific occasion that might have happened? Mm. I'm trying to think of something that like is actually important. You know what's one thing I will never let go and it's like girl you got to you got to get over this <laughs> but I won't I shan't I can't I won't So <laughs> I my my freshman year of college we travel to southern Vermont <laughs> I didn't even know Vermont's like this big. How was there like regions of Vermont? <laughs> Girl. And it was a long trip too. <laughs> in the mountains in the middle of nowhere, I thought I was gonna die. God. I've seen scary movies. <laughs> Not saying that, you know, they're stereotypical, but I seen them and normally the black one goes first. And I was the only black one on the team. So I was oh, like, God. Oh God. This is it. This is it. But so we get to, you know. We get to the arena, warming up and everything. And we had a lot of injuries this year. So we already going in with a low number. Five minutes before the game, our point says she's in pain. Her back's hurting. She goes to the trainer. They flag her out for the game. We had six players. Oh, shit. Six players <laughs> and uh -huh. in my mind though we were going into this game even with seven players we were going in and we were going to win it, it was that simple like easy done <sighs> paulina six players it was a very close game and we lost oh and i took that shit to heart and i won't let it go because i should have led my team to that victory even though I was fucking exhausted, I couldn't believe. <laughs> but, like, it got to the point where my, my coach was like, are you okay to keep going in the fourth quarter? I was like, no. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> like, no. Take me out, coach. <laughs> Give me some water. Or go time out. Hello. I was dying. <laughs> but I will never let it go. Even though I'm like, come on. We did beat them next time we played them. <laughs> I mean, you got your revenge, you know. Yeah, it's what it is. <laughs> I had a moment like that in high school, but I got over it. But we had won, so yeah. The dub <laughs> helps. The dub helps. <laughs> um, you know, now that you mentioned basketball, I guess that might be mine as well, but in a difference. I guess I let myself down with the fact that I didn't play in college and that's something I even though I'm okay with how the way my life has turned out I always think back and kind of wonder how it might have been if I had played in college because I turned down some I like didn't even consider certain some schools who were looking at me for basketball because I wanted to go to Kansas like, I always knew that that was going to be where I went. And Kansas was not, like, they weren't looking at me. So when I got accepted to Kansas, I immediately, like, stopped even considering any other schools, um, just even for academics. And then when I went there, I 
quickly realized that without basketball, I'm lost and was trying to like see if they were going to have walk-on tryouts and stuff and they didn't. Um, so I, I, I guess that was be one area where I feel like I let myself down, even though my life turned out okay in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always can't help but wonder. Yeah. Had I played, would I? Where would you be? Where would I be? That's the love of the game. Yeah. And that's hashtag ball is life. Speaking of ball is life, bitch, I miss basketball so much. Like, I need to go hoop. Like, you know, since the gym has been closed, I have been on the struggle bus. I. (laughs) So. I don't like running. I just, it's not for me. I don't like running, like long distances. (laughs) So I go to run on the court because I can do like suicides. Like now or? No, like in general. I can do suicides. Mm -hmm. The type of running that is for me, not a marathon runner. You do sprints? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's all. One day I was like, all right, you know what? I should probably get running, you know, get the body moving. Bruh, they locked the courts and took the hoops down. Oh, yeah. I and read like, about that. Okay. Like, yeah. you, I understand taking the hoops down. I get that. <laughs> but I just need the lines. Like, that's yeah. all I need. <laughs> that's all I need. So I thought about, because there's a court, <laughs> this is crazy, there's a court that, because it's like one of those where there's a court that kind of goes like, if you're standing at the front of the gate, there's a long court that would be like from your left to your right, like two baskets. And then there's like a far off court that nobody uses because it's not regulation size. But outside of the gate, there's a little space. It's like a little walkway. So Mm -hmm. I was like, what if I run outside of the gate and just make sure I don't run into people when you walk by? (laughs) (laughs) My mom was like, don't do that. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> yeah. Especially the way these cops and shit is wilder now right now. No. Yeah. Just, yeah, no. just, somebody just chalk it out for me. I just need the lines. I feel you. It's spiritual. That's, <laughs> that's like, they closed down the park that's a few blocks away. And that's where I would go and I would run the track or I would run stadiums. But it's, they locked it too. And I'm like, well... I just want to be able to sprint, like, right. honestly, and, like, I don't know when they're going to open up the gyms again, but when they do, I'm going to, I'm going to cancel my membership until there's a vaccine, because I, I know my gym, mm. it's not, not the cleanest, not, not the cleanest, like, no, that's what my mother said, too, she's like, I'm gonna cancel, and it's not even not clean because of the maintenance. It's not clean because of the nasty people who be working out there and don't be like wiping down the machines after they use them. Or yeah. even like a lot of the guys that I play with, I'd be like, y'all are musty on a regular day. <laughs> like some of y'all be coming in and your hands are a shade of brown that is not your skin color. Like, you don't wash your hand. Like, on a regular day, y'all are grimy. So I just know with the coronavirus, I'm not fucking around with y'all niggas. So I'm going to just cancel for the next year. That's so gross. Yeah, they're disgusting. Like, 
they true like after every session i would come home and shout and just stand in the shower for like 30 minutes just let the wa water wash over me because it was yeah um especially playing with guys guys are disgusting yeah whatever um agreed but that was off topic um <laughs> but yeah basketball i let myself down with that <laughs> We both let ourselves down with that. <sighs> because ball is life. Ball is life. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, oh, that's... Um, oh, no, actually, I do have one more question as far as this. Um, so as far as, like, our expectations are concerned, do you, why do you think we have these expectations? Or why, like, where do you think they come from? I think they come from a lot of places, actually. Like, I feel like they come from school, considering, like, you're supposed to make a plan for yourself way fucking too early. Yeah, like, they ask you in kindergarten, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. Oh, I'm five. I don't even know how to spell my fucking name. <laughs> what do I want to be? Able to spell my name. How about, how, let's start with that. Get to teaching. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I wanted to be a teacher, I used to say, when I was younger. I can't see you, you imagine no me? Thank you. <laughs> What the hell? What in the no. hell? You would have got fired quick. First quick. day. First day. What the fuck did you say to me? Anyway. <laughs> like, oh no, I'll fight a student. <laughs> These kids? No. Especially now? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna do nothing. Oh word? <laughs> you wanna bet? Cause we could talk at three o'clock. Wait, <laughs> I will fight a ch I will fight a child. Meet me at the bus. I know which bus you get on. I walk <laughs> you there. <laughs> not this was. <laughs> just make sure we're not on school grounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Um, now I think like I think a little bit family wise, because I I always think of. I don't know. I feel like my, when I was younger, I had like kind of different expectations just because like, you know, when you're in school, you have a subject that you're good at. And mm -hmm. then it's like, oh, well, when you grow up, you could do this, you know, like that starts coming yeah. in your way from family members. Like, oh, you're good at math. You could be, listen, name all the boring jobs. <laughs> you are really good at math. <laughs> Which is, I love, I love me some math. Ew. But could you imagine me being an accountant? I can see you being a financial advisor like Kelly, but, <laughs> but you have to be like Kelly. I like, was about to say, um, <laughs> so I can act up like Kelly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I feel like it comes from so many places. Then I feel like social media is like a thing of expectations. Mm. Like mm. people, I think a lot, a lot of people place their expectations like get their expectations just from social media God, like that's a whole episode like yeah wow uh, like yeah we gotta <laughs> we'll have to come back to that because yeah but i mean if we can even mix in like tv and I, we'll, we'll just we'll media in general <laughs> yeah like it's crazy but that it's for another day <laughs> Yeah, I think that's that's really where it comes from. It's like yeah. the people you surround yourself with can influence your expectations. That's true. Because, like, if you're, 
like if you're the only friend in a group of married friends mm-hmm. like you're gonna want to you don't you're not you don't feel like you're a full part of the group so you're gonna try to you're gonna put that pressure on yourself to be quote unquote one of them and get married and yeah do all of that stuff yeah with being married i don't know i can't imagine myself married right now that's that's what i'm saying like we gotta get a couple on the show or something because like how does that change you does it does it change you Mm. interesting question we i feel like this episode we've talked about so many different episodes like for the future we have we've planned it out so now we've set the expectations of our future episodes so here we go expectations just coming from conversation on expectations are you writing them down because i'm not Danielle, write them down. As we- <laughs> yeah, Danielle, um, shout out to Danielle. We haven't had a Danielle shout out in a while. We have not. That's it's because quarantine. Yeah, I know. Ridiculous. We gotta, we gotta get her on the show. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I would say my factors are the same. School. Actually, school. Did, I don't think school influenced me as much as my mom influenced me with my expectations, but not because she put them on me, more because I've wa- wanted to like make her proud. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like, I don't think I've ever heard my mom tell me that she's proud of me. I know she is, but- You haven't gotten that verbal. Right. So I guess, you know, I'm putting these high expectations on myself too got you get i guess quote unquote her approval mm-hmm. um because oh like because like when i in, when i was in between espn and here like i spent three months at home jobless looking for a job but jobless and at the same time with virtually no money i was looking for apartments because i was like i'm 20 what was i 24 at the time I was like I'm 24 I've been on my I was on my own for two years I can't come home and be a bum like I just was like I no, I can't re- I can't go backwards like I, I need to go yeah. forward to get a job and get my own place and get out the house and blah 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 yo who coming back from school <laughs> is like the freaking worst <laughs> holy shiitake mushrooms I gotta tell you I don't think anything could prepare you for that. <laughs> like, I really don't. Because that shit was not great. Yeah. My first night back, I walked out of my house to go to the grocery store, thinking that there was a 24-7 grocery store. Oh, and yeah. that ain't it. There was no <laughs> Shaw's that had individual cupcakes for me to buy. Reality check. Yo, for real. The alarm went off. My friend's like, where are you going? It's one <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so I'm going to go to the store. <laughs> no, where you're not. You, why are you confused? <laughs> they're like, <"Wait, laughs> what store? Which one? <laughs> I was like, I see what you're saying. You make a great point. I'll just wake up early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's all I have for today's topic. Um, Hopefully, 
you all learned something about yourselves. Yeah. Um, I know I did. Yes, I definitely did. I learned that. I think it forces you to ask questions. Yeah. I learned that I have unsolicited expectations and I need to not figure out how to not necessarily lower them because I think it's good to have standards and goals that you want to accomplish, but to be okay with not being where I thought I would be at 29 and a half. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's okay. Everyone um, has their own timetable. Yes. And Ugh. even God sometimes is like, fuck your timetable. Yeah. We're going to do this my way. <laughs> oh, you thought your schedule was what was going to happen? <clears throat> That's cute. No. Let's try this on for size. <laughs> um, speaking of God, in a way. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a new segment for you guys. Um, so I hope you enjoy it. Good evening, congregation. Good evening. I am Reverend Paulina P. Jackson. Come on now, Pastor. And I am blessed and honored to welcome you all to the Mind Your Business Ministry Church. Amen. Hallelujah. For the Lord hath said, What'd he say, Pastor? Thou shalt carry on with the business that pays you. Mm. Come on now. And heed caution to that which does not concern thine. Amen. Amen. Yes, Pastor. Our new segment is basically all about minding your business and how yes, and how minding your business can be a benefit to your life. So I have a couple stories here where minding your business would have come in handy. Um, You might have heard about both of them. The first one here. A white man by the name of Tom Austin. Um, he went into the, a gym, I guess it was a private gym and a building of which his office is in or something. And he encountered some black men in there and he assumed that they shouldn't be there um, and were had somehow, I don't know how you would, but somehow had stolen their way into a private gym so he's you know pulling a what i don't know i don't think there's a male term for karen yet but um i haven't heard of it if you know please let us know but um he pulled a male version of karen and started asking questions and demanding answers that do not belong to him and of course this is all recorded put on the internet And he has now, he actually lost his lease to the office in his building that, of which the gym was in. So now he can't even use the gym that he claimed so much to be a part of and thought they weren't. Mm -hmm. So to you, Sir, oh my gosh, I can't speak. To you, (laughs) Sir Tom. Next time you decide to go insert your nose into other people's business, I need you to reevaluate, stop and reevaluate and think, what happened last time I didn't mind my business? A lesson. Can't even go into the building 
that your office supposedly was in and you can't use the gym no more. So the next time you're in a gym, those men should ask you, why are you here? You don't go to this school anymore. You don't even go here, Tom. You don't oh, even God. go here. Mind the okay. business that pays you. Second story, it's along those same lines. A man by the name of, oh, Tom also happened in Minnesota, by the way, in Minneapolis, apparently, or somewhere near there. Oh. And we see how all that is shaken up. So if y'all would just mind your business, things would Ooh. be a lot right now. Yeah. Minnesota's, Minnesota's wildin'. Comedy. Yeah. Um, I don't remember where this one happened, but a man by the name of Valentino Tejada um, was being another Tom, Dick, and Karen and decided to pull his gun out on a DoorDash employee during a delivery um, being made by a black man. And from the video, it sounded like a woman. I don't know if she was a black woman or a woman of color or white. She sounded like a woman of color at least. Um, but I guess the, the, the DoorDash employees were making a delivery to someone's house or apartment and they couldn't quite figure out which, which number they were in. And this guy was standing there with his gun talking about, you are not supposed to be here, why are you here? Asking again, all the same questions that does not warrant an answer because it's none of his business. Um, apparently some neighbors called the police. The police rolled up, told him to put his gun down and he was actually arrested and has now been charged. Um, I can't remember what he was charged. I think he was, he was charged. Hold on, let me pull the article up here. Ugh. And the first picture they have up here on the CNN article, <laughs> CNN, um, looks absolute trash and represents him in the light that I feel like he should be. Um, this was in Arizona, by the way, in Mesa, Arizona. Aggravated assault with a deadly yes. weapon and disorderly yes. conduct involving weapons. Yes, he was charged with all of those things. And this simply would not have happened had he had gone into his home where he is supposed to be anyway, because stay at home order and minded the business that paid him. I'm sure he is now sitting in a jail cell somewhere without his guns. Mm -hmm. Minding his business. Minding his One business. <laughs> mm -hmm. So ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, all you have to do whenever you think you see something that might require your assistance, stop and look at mirror bitch and say, does this really concern me? Is anybody being hurt here? No. And then you pull your Squidward sunscreen or not sunscreen, suntan reflector thingy and you go on about your business. Mind the business that pays you, because that is the mantra of the Mind Your Business Ministry. Amen? Amen. Won't he do it? Amen. <laughs> All right. Oh, boa. Oh, boa. Close the show, shall we? Do you have a word? Actually, I don't have a word. <laughs> All right. Well, I forgot. Um, I have a word. 
I'll find one. What is your hoard? My hoard is uh, by the great MLK. Mm. Fitting for the time. Is it? He might not be too proud of this right now, but he definitely listen, listen, <laughs> listen to what this quote is, and then you tell me if he's proud. <laughs> darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And when they go low, we go high. When we do it. Yes. I don't think we're listening, but uh <laughs> I don't think so. So that's a solid reminder, y'all. I mean, hello. You don't said it. The words have been spoken. Now it's time for us to focus. Zero. You know, at this point, we gotta do what we gotta do. Nobody's listening to us when we're trying to be like nobody's listening to our peaceful protests, so you know what's crazy to me? There was this, this video of um I forget this girl's name Tommy, the the white girl blonde hair Tommy. Oh yeah, that bitch. Lauren, mm-hmm. Lauren, whatever. Whatever the fuck her name is, who gives a fuck? Yeah. And she was on like one of the late night people's. I don't really remember who it was to be honest. But she was basically asked like, okay, so oh, it was about the um, Kaepernick kneeling during the anthem. And the question was, well, if that's not the correct way to do it, then what is? Like, what's, how, how is the protest supposed to go? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Looping around this question. Looping of course. Around, around, like, okay. I just, so have you thought about the how? Because you're not answering the question. And she's like, well, I'm not the victim. And it's like, exactly. That's the point. That is the point. <laughs> Thank you for making the point. But you didn't even have to, you, you answered the question without answering the question and made the point without trying to make the point. Unbelievable. And it was like, all right, might as well just end the show here. They're dumb, dumb. These are the people, these are the people who are up against. Mm-hmm. Why are we not winning this game? Like, I don't know. I don't understand. Oh. Um, I did find a quote that actually it uh, kind of goes along with our topic today in the nasty. Um, all right. Everyone fails at who they're supposed to be. The measure of a person is how well they succeed at being who they are. Now that is from Thor's mom from Endgame. Huh. Avengers Endgame. Ah. Yeah. Wow. I was watching that last weekend and I was like, oh, word. You know what, girl? <laughs> you know what? You're right, bitch. You're right. Oh, my gosh. And I just thought I, I had copied, I wrote it down in my notes and I just looked across and again, I was like, you know what? That fits perfectly with what we were talking about because, you know, we might be failing at who we thought we were supposed to be, but we might have succeeded in becoming who we are. And that is most important. Yes. Won't he do it? So thank you guys for listening once again. Um, please. Oh, sorry we were late this time or again this week. Um, it wasn't my it was fault hard. this time. It wasn't my fault. It was I, mine. <laughs> <laughs> it was totally mine. But here we are. Here we are. We're here. We are here. And hopefully 
this brought a smile to your faces um, at the very least, because we all know we need it in these troubling times. Definitely. Um, so please rate, review, subscribe, tell your peoples. Um, we're available everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Google Pods, Overcast, and Pocket Casts. Um, so no excuses. Uh, take us out, sis. Why are you over there twerking? <laughs> <laughs> no shame. <laughs> Y'all, stay classy. Mm-hmm. Never trash Nope. But always. What? A little nasty. Ow, ow. Bye. Bye-bye.